settle down in your armchair. Blandy's back for the Whistleblowers podcast with Brendan Bowers. It's 100% the sport you love. And welcome to the Whistleblowers. It is our weekly podcast on all things sport, where we chat about what's happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports, of course. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator as we dig a little deeper into what they've been up to or what is happening in sport locally. And this week, uh, Vicky Edwards. She's the coach of the KSS Women's Jets team. She'll be joining us. Uh, but this man is joining me right now, Brendan Bowers. G'day. Landy, good to see your smiling face. I missed you last week. You did indeed, yes. Uh, likewise, you had a good time uh in, in Sydney, watching the Anzac Day clash, of course, it was a close game. It was a close game, a very good game. One on two up, so had a few beverages. Life was pretty good last oh, week. Oh, you got to love that, don't you? Back to the grind now, eh? Absolutely. Brendan Bowers from FC Sports Media as we have a look at what's happening overseas. Formula One, Brendan. Yes, chaotic scenes took place at the end of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix on Sunday when Esteban Ocon almost ran over photographers as he made his way back into the pits. Well, they shouldn't have been there. Well, that's exactly right. Why were they when the race was still finishing? The Alpine driver was forced into stopping on the last lap of the race as he dropped out of the points. Mm. But things could have ended up a whole lot worse uh, with through no fault of his own with the photographers blocking the entrance to the track. That's, that's ridiculous. I'll have to be uh, having a look at that. It's like that knucklehead at the Australian Grand Prix there not long ago who somehow made his way onto the track. It was very similar, actually. And, and you know, Formula One are going to have to have a good look at themselves because that's twice in about a month and a half and... You yeah. don't want to see someone going airborne well, after hitting an F1 car. They will come off second best. There's no doubt about that. They will. But overall, it was a Red Bull 1-2 with Sergio Perez beating home teammate Max Verstappen with Leclerc third in his Ferrari and Oscar Piastri, the Australian, finished 11th. 11th. He's getting better, isn't he? He's he's just feeling his way, Oscar. He is. He's not in the best car, so it's you know it's a good way to learn. Yep. He's only young. How old is he? Oh, he's in early 20s. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just a baby, really. Uh, in basketball, Australian boomer Dante Exum. Is that how you say his name? That's it. He's recovering after being body slammed in a EuroLeague match over the weekend. What happened there? <laughs> he was playing for Partizan Belgrade mm. when he was attacked by Real Madrid's Gershon Yabasale. Hey, how's that for pronunciation? Hey, you've done well. <laughs> he, he was banned for five games because the Australian guard's lip was cut and teeth were chipped, but scans revealed no fractures after... He was picked up and physically thrown down onto the court. You can't do that. Only five matches. Only five matches, and that's what quite the uproar is about. Uh, you know, he, he they think it should have been more, but the uh, the guard is a cog in Australia's Boomer squad, and uh, let's hope he recovers quickly and is ready for the upcoming tournaments with the Boomers. Okay, in surfing, it was a historic day at the Margaret River Pro event. Yes, I'd go to Margaret River, but it wouldn't be for surfing. No, no. Something to tell me red wine would be on the agenda there, my boy. Uh, with Gabrielle Medina and Carissa Moore's names added to the fame steps, Medina was the first goofy footer to win since 1990, while Moore's win makes her the winningest competitor at Margaret River and matches Lane Beachley's 27th win. Mind you, I think they all deserve a medal to get in the water over there in WA. I tell Absolutely. you what, I don't think I would be going there. No, it would be a bit cool and a bit shark infested. Yes, the liking. sound of the Jaws theme playing as I <laughs> entered the water, I think it put me off somehow. Uh, closer to home, mate, the uh, the round seven matches of the AFL began Friday night. Uh, yet it was the Saints uh, falling just by the seven points to port, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, did you mm. watch it? Uh, I did. I did. And, uh, well, I wasn't happy, as you can imagine. 
No, I was not happy. Uh, but there you go. Seven points is seven points. That's two close losses, I guess, if you're going to go down. Two quality teams. We've gone, I say we, St Kilda have gone down to one by a kick and one by a kick and one point. They're still going extremely well, and you don't win premierships in April or May. No, well, thanks for that. I'll take that on board. Now, the lines are easily accounted for the Dockers. GWS, what a, uh, a win that was against the Swans just by the solitary point on Saturday, yeah? Yes, but how good is it to beat your cross-town rivals in an eSport? Yep, and Toby Green there with seconds on the clock doing what Toby Green does, and that's snap a, uh, a goal when it was needed. What a player he is. I'd he love certainly to have him is. on my he, team. Yeah. Yes, I'd love to have him on my team too. And the Bulldogs won by 29 against Hawthorne. The Demons took the bounce out of the Kangaroos with a big win. Mm. Carlton won by over 100 against the injury-ravaged Eagles. And on Sunday, Geelong, who were bouncing back into form, defeated the Bombers, which was uh, a good game. The Suns defeated Richmond, and Collingwood snuck home by a point against the Crows. Oh, I was going to say we'll move on, but look, as much as I dislike uh, Collingwood, you've got to hand it to that club that they never say never. I don't know how many games they've won by a kick or less over the last couple of years. It's an incredible effort. It is, and, you know, backing up after Tuesday too, Anzac Day games are always emotional, so a few days turn around, it's... Yeah. yeah, well done to them. Yeah. Uh, this week begins with a top match, uh, Carlton and the Lions. Carlton will have to come back and uh, prove themselves uh, yet again because uh, they you know, lose this one. They just uh, slip out of sight a little bit. Uh, West Coast, Geelong and Adelaide clash. Uh, well, sorry, Richmond, West Coast, Geelong and Adelaide. Uh, so where do you see those games? Well, I'm going to go for Richmond because West Coast to. is just injury ravaged. Yep. And I think Geelong. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're coming right again. Geelong, they started a bit slowly, and people saying they're gone, they've had it. Uh, Too old. Yeah, although Richmond looked like they may well be gone. But anyway, uh, the Suns play Melbourne, the Giants match up against the Bullies, and Fremantle host Hawthorne in Saturday's match. Uh, Sunday is the day for you. Port mm. play Essendon, Collingwood play Sydney. And the Kangaroos play your St Kilda. And if we can't win on Sunday, Brendan, I tell you what, I'm done for the year. You can count me out. I think you'll be okay. Uh, well, we'll see. Super Netball 2 this week in the Netball Comp. There were two wins to the Vixens over the Firebirds, the Swifts over the Giants, and the Fever defeated the Lightning. They did, and the Thunderbirds are also too good for the Magpies. So the girls just keep on cracking on in the netball. And I know there was a large contingent of Harvey Bay netballers down to watch the Lightning play. So. Is that right? Yeah, so the, the the girls and the ladies had a good time down on the sunny coast. Okay. How are the Lightning travelling? They're going okay. Yeah? Okay. Uh, V8 Supercars too. Garth Tander is, uh, what's Garth doing? Well, he's convinced Erebus Motorsport are the real deal this year. As the team extended both points leads as the Bosch, I can never say that word, the Bosch Power Tools Perth Super Sprint. Yes, lips, teeth and tongue, me boy. Bosch <laughs> Power Tools Perth Super Sprint. Uh, uh, Will yeah. Brown led Brody Kostecki in a 1-2 race in round eight, uh, race eight before the duo finished second and third in race nine. A day earlier, Kostecki came home second after he had a ding-dong battle with Shane Van Gidsbergen. Bit of a protest. He put in the protest and he was the one that got a uh, warning. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how it goes. So he had a bit of a whinge and he ended up being the one getting, yeah, getting his butt kicked. Yeah, and Van Gidsburg was told he was doing okay. Okay, I like it. I like it. So Aerobras extend their team's lead to 180 points over Red Bull and uh, it will resume at the NED, NED, Whiskey Tasmania Super Sprint. And that's coming up, uh, when's that, May? May 19th and 21st. Okay. Uh, rugby League. Uh, look, I know you say it every week. What a great round of rugby league. Who 
How many tips did you get on the weekend? Not many. No. I uh, got three. Triple M's supposed guru of league, Anthony Maroon, only got three as well. Well, there you go. I, mm. I, I think highly of Maroon, so if he's got three, I'm in good company. Yeah, began Thursday with the Sharks, and, and they did it easily. Uh, the Cowboys disappointing, aren't they? They are, but, you know, what a great spectacle and what a great uh, honour from both teams to the the late Paul Green, who mm-hmm. represented both clubs, and it was fantastic that his kids let out uh, both teams. And the Sharks had him in the dressing room, and credit to Nico Hines, who continues to shine, gave his medal to one and his jersey to the other child. So well done, Nico. Yeah, that's lovely. Uh, now, the Knights. Let's get on to your team here. <sighs> yes. Uh, well, did they actually turn up? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. And that was their worst performance of the year. The Rabbitohs also gave Brisbane a reality check mm. before the Raiders hung on to beat the surging Dolphins. Oh, the one point. Wasn't Ricky happy? <laughs> he was. But have you seen the, the controversy with the NRL have, have stood up and said, we made a mistake? Oh, no. Yes, they they missed a knock-on from the Canberra Raiders. Oh, two plays God, here we in. go. Mm-hmm. But anyway, life goes so on. Life goes on. It's, he wasn't happy. He's not happy about White and uh, departing either. And I don't know what this, you know supposed look into the salary cap is all about. Is it, is it, uh, you know, tough? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a hard one. Uh, if you can do your cap well, good on you. But uh, some teams seem to be able to extend their money a lot further than others. But in saying that, Jack Whiten got very emotional at the end of the game hmm. as well. So maybe, you know, there's, there may be a bit more to that story, I think. Okay. Now this week, of course, it's Magic Round. All the games in Brizzy. Yes, all the games. There's only one team not competing, and that's my Knights. They've got a week off, and they need it. But the Bulldogs play the Raiders on Friday, and the Sea Eagles are up against the Broncos. So Anthony Seabold will be returning to his old team. Saturday features the Warriors and Panthers, which will be a great game. Sharks and Dolphins, Storms and Rabbitohs. And on Sunday, the Tigers play the Dragons, and the Roosters are up against the Cowboys. And the Titans and Eels close out the round. It is disappointing a team has to miss out a magic round. It is. Those Dolphins, they've come in, and now they've just... They've we need another team. Up. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, the same. Obviously, uh, Tasmania looks like it's coming into the AFL. They're talking about uh, how the uh, the fixture is going to work, and, and should teams... That, and a rolling fixture, similar to the Premier League, I guess, is being considered as well, where no team will actually have a bye, but you might play games at different times of the week. Yeah, look, there's, you know, we have to think smarter. And if you look at the overseas sports, they certainly play midweek and double up. And whether it's soccer, NFL, mm. ice hockey, basketball. bit easier to double up, although I don't know how the rugby league do it with the origin and then backing up on no. the weekend. I can't get my head around that. And I, I know, you know running around for a few hours in the AFL, it's tough to play. I can imagine impossible to play two, two or three days later. But anyway, uh, now we'll talk about what's happening locally, shall we? And uh, we move indeed. to footy. Uh, some big scores in this weekend's round of the uh, QPL of men's and women's matches held. Yeah, so you ready for this one? The mm. Fraser Flames playing the SC Corinthians. 15-0. 15-0. is incredible. I mean, what happened there? That, that's unheard of. Yeah, well, look, it was. It looked like a training run in the first half, mm. to be honest. Mm. It was get the ball down, pass it around, cross across, bang into the back of the net. So fifteen yeah. times. Yeah, fifteen times. <laughs> okay. Uh, in Butterberg too, Sunbury pushed the comp leaders ATW going down four two, but um, that's not a bad effort. It's a great effort, yeah. and you know, Sunbury can take a lot of confidence out of that. Uh, it shows that they can match it with the top team. So good on Sunbury. 
Dune Villa had a tough night in Maribor, falling to Bingara 4-1, while the KSS Jets, who are continuing their rebuild, uh, lost 5-2 to the United Park Eagles in Bundaberg. Okay, and in the uh, women's comp, Dune Villa scored a big win against Bingara, uh, Bingara on Friday night, winning, what, 7-1? 7-1, and the, and the young Magpie girls, they're a young team, and they are going from from best to better. Okay, best to better. There you go. I haven't put like that before, Brendan. But no, uh, they're going really well. We might have a chat uh, and and get her on the line. I'm talking about Vicky Edwards, the KSS Jets coach. What do you reckon? Yeah, big night this weekend. The yeah. Flames play the Jets on Friday night. Vicky, hi. Hey guys, how are you? Good to have you on the show, Vic. Thanks for having me. <laughs> now, tell us about the year so far. I mean, it's been a great start, has it not? It has, yeah, yep. We've um, we've got five from five to start the year, which is um, very pleasing as the coach. So, um, yeah, very happy with how we've started the year. Yeah, it is a great start, but you have a tough matchup this weekend. Do you want to talk to us about what's happening this Friday night? Yeah, yeah, big challenge against the big dogs in the flames, the um, champions from last year, the benchmark of the competition. So, um, it'll it'll be a real good um, opportunity to see where we're at. I'm really looking forward to the challenge. Now, I, I know technically you can say you're on top of the table because the Flames had a game uh, postponed because lights went out, but <laughs> both teams undefeated so far. What a great way to start the season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's um, we'll take it while we've got it, mate. That's for sure. Um, it looks good on looks good on paper right now up there. So we'll take that. But um, yeah, it's shaping to be um, yeah, definitely a match of the of the year so far, I think. And, you know, we've got our work cut out for us. But like I said before, really excited for the challenge. So what's the rivalry like with the Flames? Uh, as you said, they're the benchmark, their last year's premiers. Is, is it something that you you think the players can, can maybe get that extra few percent that's needed this week? Oh, yeah, look, I'm, you know, I've got all the confidence in the world in, in the girls and what we're able to do if, if we're, you know, on our game, um, you know, I think we can beat anyone. Um, but, you know, we're going to have to be really on our game. We're going to have to show up ready to go because, yeah, they're not they're not on top of the ladder for no reason and um, have been unbeatable all of last year and so far this year. So, obviously, um, you know, it's not a crazy rivalry. It's just the fact that they're up the top and, and everyone wants to beat the top player, the top team, sorry. And, you know, you've got to beat the best to be the best, the old cliche. So, um, yeah, look, the girls are really up for the challenge and really excited about it. And Hopefully we've got a bit of momentum from the last few weeks to take into it. Now, Vic, the Flames play a great brand of football where they pass the ball around quite a lot and then shoot it long. How do you overcome that? Oh, yeah, look, it's. Um, I think with the Flames, they're just, they're so fast, they're fit, they're fast, and they're just strike power all over the field. You know, like I said, like you said, they're, they're very good at keeping the ball. So we just have to try and um, press, get up in their face, put a bit of pressure on them and, you know, hope that we can sort of get a bit of counter attack. And we've got some good strike weapons this year and we're scoring some really good goals. So um, if we can really win the midfield and, and put some pressure on them in there, then, you know, anything can happen. And I guess if the players believe, then it can certainly eventuate, can't it? They've got to have that That's belief. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And, you know, that, that's um, what I try and instill in the girls a lot is that belief. And, you know, we'll go in it with some confidence with the momentum we've got. We, we've got nothing to lose. They're the, you know, the top team and um, we'll be the underdogs. So that's always nice to go into a game. But, 
um, yeah, we've, we've got to be on it. It's going to be a tough one. You sound like a Ted Lasso episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who that is. I hope he's right. That's okay. Vicky, you've done uh, a magnificent job so far and all the best for this coming Friday night. It should be a great game. Uh, we wish you the best of luck and we thank you for joining us here on the Whistleblowers podcast. Thanks, Vicky. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Cheers. Well, thanks to Vicky for coming on and having a chat. And just remember this week, uh, it's the local derby between the Flames and the Jets. Tanana and Dune Villa also playing another derby at Federation Park. So it should be a great night of football in Maryborough and Harvey Bay. Yeah, look forward to that. AFL 2 Round 3, the AFL Wide Bay Women's Comp uh, was held on Saturday, Brendan. It was the Bombers hosting Premiers, the Waves at Norm McLean Oval. What happened there? It was a fairly even contest, Blandy, through the first three quarters. The ATW team holding an 11-point lead going into the final term. But then they stepped up and blew the Bombers away with a 26-point quarter, winning 9-4-58 to 3-5-23. Yeah, that was a big uh, a big effort there at the end. Bay Power travelled to Bundaberg to play Brothers Bulldogs with the Power sneaking home by the solitary point to secure their first win of the season. It's always good to get one on the board, isn't it? It is, especially a away win. Uh, they were in control of the game at half time before two strong quarters by the Bulldogs made it a bit nervous and set it up for a thrilling finish, but they won 4-5-29 to 4-4-28. So after the first full round of matches, it's the Waves sitting on top of the ladder with 12, followed by the Bombers 8, power on 4, and the Bulldogs unfortunately yet to record a win. Yes, that's true, Blandy, and uh, the Bombers were without a few players, so I think ATW and uh, the Bombers will be the uh, two teams to beat this year. Now, in the uh, men's comp, uh, my goodness, wow. uh, what a shellacking, the uh, Harvey Bay Bombers against the uh, the Waves. What was this, 23-14-152-128, just Tad one-sided there, Brandon. Just a little bit, Blandy. At least they got a goal, I suppose. They did. They did. And also, it wasn't too much better up in uh, Maryborough, uh, in Bundaberg, sorry, when Brothers Bulldogs easily accounted for the Bay Power, 18-11-119 to 3-5-23. Yeah, they'd be disappointed with that, the Power, wouldn't they? Yes, there was a, there, there is a bit of an excuse for them. There was a, a wedding, a club wedding, and about 11 or 12 players were at that wedding. Okay, fair enough. Why you'd have a wedding in football season? What is going on there, at least on that day? Uh, all senior matches will be in the Bay this week with the Bombers hosting Brothers Bulldogs and Bay Power hosting the Waves. So in rugby league, there was no local rugby on the weekend? Yes, the 47th Battalion was held in Emerald. Uh, so it was a great effort by our Wide Bay men and women's team. So well done to them. Uh, they didn't finish on top. But they certainly gave it a good dig and were proud of the efforts. But this week, Wallaroos and Seagulls, the Wallaroos and Seagulls mm. meet at Stafford Park. Brothers play Waves and West play East and Bundaberg. Now in cycling, the Fraser Coast and Bundaberg uh, Cycling Club host the Combined Road Race Series uh, with race one happening this Sunday. Childers seniors will race over, what, 55 Ks? I know. Crazy. That is Crazy. madness. Okay. Um, <laughs> triathlon, the Harvey Bay Tri Club have their... Teams triathlon on Sunday? They do, uh, competing over a 200-metre uh, swim, 5-kilometre bi uh, bike leg, and a 1.5-kilometre run. That's enough for me, that one. Um, now, karting too. The Meribus Speedway hosting some karting. This is interesting. Yes, the Queensland Speedway kart titles are held this Saturday with racing from 12pm, so get your backside trackside. Okay, as they say in hockey. What's happening there? Ah, the local hockey returns with Uni Roos playing Magpies and Granville Rovers playing Bolts in Maryborough. And there's no men's games because a lot of people are travelling far and wide, including Mr Bradshaw. Yes, he's over in uh, uh, New Zealand at the moment. Playing old man, I mean Masters hockey. Yes, well, good on him. He's doing it.
He is. Well mm. done, Neil. Good luck to the Aussie team as well. Okay. Uh, look, uh, this weekend, as always, we're sport for choice. We have football, speedway, carts, hockey, league, AFL, cycling and triathlons we can check out. Uh, Pull the hammy just saying it. Yeah, I'm tired mm. thinking about it too, Blandy. Yes. Uh, look, we'd like to thank uh, you for joining us here at the Whistleblowers for this week. And we'd also like to thank uh, Vicky Edwards for joining us too and having a chat. Uh, about the uh, the big game coming up this weekend as well. Now, you give a shout-out each week. Yes, I'm going a bit wider this week, Blandy. We're going to share some positivity and community spirit. And this week, it goes to Hannah Callum-Sanders and Beck Griner playing hockey for Australia against Great Britain, two former local girls doing their best in hockey's pro league. So, well done. Woohoo! Good, good on you, ladies. Uh, now, this week, um, um, also, uh, I'd like to mention, Brendan, that it's time to get in on the FC Sports Media website. It certainly is, Blandy. It's only $100 a year or $10 a month. It's as cheap as chips as you say. I don't think it's that cheap, but I think it's great value for money. Okay, fcsportsmedia.com.au because, Brendan, it's our sport and our community. Now that you're up to date, don't forget to add us to your favourites to keep it that way. The Whistleblowers Podcast.